All right, let's talk COVID-19 numbers, not just ours here in Canada, because as I said earlier with Gord, Ontario is reporting its highest ever number of new cases. Uh, today, they're expected to be uh, above 900, which is huge. In BC, we're hovering around uh, 110 was yesterday, 115 was the day before. We've kind of been in that area now for the last week or so. Meanwhile, around the world, the World Health Organization is reporting the most new infections in one day. And now we're hearing that European countries also struggling to get a handle on this once again. So joining us now is Shane Woodford, freelancer in Denmark, of course, formerly here of CKNW. Good morning, Shane. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Tell me what's happening over there, because it sounds like those numbers are going up, up, up. Yeah, it, uh, it's actually kind of scary. Uh, numbers here across Europe have gone through the roof in the space of the last month. Uh, some sharper uh, upward trajectories than others. Uh, England or the United Kingdom, uh, they've seen numbers there, Simi, more than uh, well, it's doubled in about a week and a bit. So uh, last week, for example, they were seeing, well, that, there was even a mistake last week. We thought they were doing six, 7,000 cases on their busiest days, which was concerning. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday of this week, we found out there was an Excel spreadsheet error. Uh, they somehow missed almost 16,000 cases Oof. in the system the previous week. So then those numbers that were six and 7,000 and concerning jumped up to 10 and 11,000 uh, the week previous. So that is full-on alarm bells. And then that was Monday's news. Tuesday, England recorded uh, a series of the highest ever t- uh, number of infections. It has seen 12,000 on Tuesday, jumping to 14,000 the next day. And as of right now, they are now about 17,000 cases yesterday, by far the highest ever. And we're seeing a similar tale play out Ooh, in France. Uh, Spain's numbers are still slowly starting to fall off. Uh, yesterday, let's see, Netherlands, Romania, Poland, Czech Republic, Belgium, Slovakia, Austria, all recorded the most amount of daily new infections to date. Right. So there's a wave, a second wave that is fully exploding across Europe right now. Yeah, what happened then? So is this what we've seen elsewhere? Is it was a loosening of restrictions, people getting back to normal, and then it crept up again? Yeah, that's really hard to say. Um, the sort of chatter that I'm seeing and, and kind of covering all of the COVID news coming out of Europe, it seems to be a combination of loosening up those um, border restrictions over mm-hmm. the summer when the numbers are really low. Tourism, you know, trying to inject some some of that tourism economy back into the system. Everyone began to travel and, to, you know, jet around. and That may have played some kind of role in this and likely did. Then you combine back to school, probably some kind of an international students, um, you know, part in that. Uh, the young kids ignoring and partying and all of that stuff we've talked about before. And it's kind of amounted to sort of uh, the beginning of what looks like it might be something of a perfect storm as we move into colder weather, yeah. more people inside, all that kind of stuff. So does it sound like there will be restrictions coming? Will there be more of a crackdown again? Yeah, those are uh, those are playing out differently across Europe. Uh, Italy, by the way, Italy and Germany, which have so far managed to avoid that large numbers explosion, Simi, over the last few days, they've seen their numbers spike up to levels not seen since the spring. So in Germany, there's been uh, restrictions, usually centering around crowd sizes like we have in Denmark. It varies from country to country. Uh, Italy's placed restrictions now on uh, like mandatory mask use everywhere. 
there's now mandatory COVID testing for people coming into the country from uh, a large number of countries, including the United Kingdom, stuff like that. So, uh, and it tends to be localized, and then depending on how much of a situation they have, then it kind of explodes nationally. But I, I know in England, for example, uh, they're levering restrictions and probably more coming based on, on the last set of numbers out yesterday. Right. But there was quite a bit of movement, wasn't there, Shane, between countries in Europe and even in the Scandinavian countries, which I know for us yeah. here just seems like crazy. Yeah, there was movement. The EU basically opened up to itself. They were super wary about, um, you know, the United States, Brazil, uh, back in the summer with those countries, along with India now. Uh, were the main drivers of the coronavirus pandemic. And so mm-hmm. they kind of said, okay, listen, we want to have some kind of tourism. So, you know, we'll have this formula where we can travel internally with the, within the European Union, but we're super wary about, you know, countries X, Y, and Z, which are really enduring a heck of a uh, pandemic situation. So we're not going to let those guys in. Uh, and internally in the EU, there was that sort of formula. Every country looked at every other country's coronavirus numbers, hospitalizations, like a different batch of stats. And then literally week to week here, Simi, we have countries that jump from a yellow to an orange to a red. So uh, just yesterday, for example, Denmark said, okay, listen, we're really concerned about these nine areas of Sweden. Mm -hmm. Uh, We no longer recommend that Danes go there. And there's different components of that, like country to country across Europe. But people were still traveling. And the one thing that seems to be bugging people here, Simi, is you get this thing where it's, uh, I'll give you an example. Let's say Switzerland says, okay, we're really concerned about coronavirus infections in uh, Sweden and in Norway. So we're going to say you have to quarantine. Here's your list of restrictions, all the stuff you have to do if you want to come into our country, except business travelers are exempt. And that seems to play out in everything. Okay, here's all your restrictions, but business travelers are exempt. So bizarre. I'm seeing more and more chatter, yeah. And I'm seeing more chatter saying, what's going on here? Why are they allowing business people to just travel unfettered? Yeah, that just the, that kind of movement, I think, for us here in Canada with the border still closed, right? After all these months, it's like, yeah. wow, you're, it's almost like you were asking for trouble at that point. Yeah, by the way, the American numbers, which were coming down from their lofty heights to me, uh, a word of warning there, over the last three weeks, those have turned around and they're not jumping up, but they've steadily increased week to week. So you want to keep an eye on that. All right. Thanks very much, Shane. Always a pleasure. You stay safe. You too. That is Shane Woodford, freelancer in Denmark, of course, former CKNW reporter, letting us know what's going on in Europe as those numbers go back up, up and up. And I read a lot of the newspapers from the UK in particular, and I was surprised to see how much travel there was, you know, back and forth. And people complaining about, oh, quarantine restrictions here. And I thought, this can't be good. But, you know, we've been so, we've tried to be so careful here. And from the emails and the response that we get, it sounds like an awful lot of people would like us to crack down even more on whatever travel that we do have already.